2: For those short on time.
3: Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, save money. embrace simplicity, embrace and live a richer life. Live Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill.
2: Welcome to another episode of the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. This is Jill. And today we are talking about doing side hustles when you are short on time, Mm -hmm. i.e. should you do online surveys to make money? Question mark. No. Quick answer. Uh, No. Episode over. Yeah. Bye. Uh, (laughs) See you next week. No, but we know that online surveys are one of the highest searched for terms on the internet and- I guess that means people are interested in making money in quick and easy ways. So these are going to be the quick and easy ways that you should really be making money. Mm-hmm. And uh, episode 24, we talked about side hustles that are affordable and lucrative. And today's is specifically going to be on those you can do uh, without a lot of time, especially the holidays, are, our myths are upon us, and you don't have a lot of time, but you may need some extra money. So this is your episode. Yes, but first a word from our sponsors. And this episode is also brought to you by an hour. When you finish one thing and have an hour before your next thing, do you think there's nothing to do but scroll Instagram? Not so. Not so. There are a ton of productive things that can be done in one hour or less. Do your dishes, pitch that next client, organize your underwear drawer, stop taking your hour for granted and start valuing it as the treasure it is. Ooh, real talk. That's, that's yeah. perfect. I think
3: sometimes we don't realize that yeah. we have an hour. Your hour refuses to be taken away. for
2: granted. It's yeah. done. It's done with you. And when you have a child, you, you value your minutes more. <laughs> so, Even one minute is fantastic. Yes. So that's why this episode is all about side hustles, for those people who have an hour or less. You don't need more than one hour to make money doing any of the side hustles we are talking about Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. And to prove it to you, our first article is actually titled One Hour Side Hustles for the Time Constrained. (laughs) Yes.
3: So the first one on this list is walk dogs. Obviously, you have to like dogs to do this one. But here's the places where you can easily find clients to walk their dogs. Wag and Rover. I've, we've got a friend, Greg, who who uses Rover, walks dogs through that, does it. And Rover, there's all kinds of different pet care options. Dog walking is one of them, but also just watching a dog, which might include house sitting. So if you've got more than an hour, this is great too. But he's, because of that, been able to combine it with just working from home or Saturday activities or whatever. So exercise. So WAG or Rover, and again, we'll have this article linked in the show notes. Those are some great apps that you can download to be able to make. They pay about $12 per half hour walk and $18 per hour uh, for walking a dog, so...
2: Yeah, definitely. A little bit of side cash. Yeah. The girl they mentioned in the article uses her lunch hour to do it. So mm-hmm. get outside, escape the office, make some money. Um, another one is charging scooters. So if your city has bird or lime scooters, you can get about 5 to $20 per scooter to take them home, plug them in, and quote-unquote re-nest them to set locations. So this is something you can pick them up, When you've got a little free time and bring them home, you can do it while it's on your commute home, charge them overnight, and then bring them back in your morning commute. So not a lot of time investment there.
3: Those scooters are amazing too. The cities that we've been to that have them are so mm-hmm. fun. And I recently heard about this that that you can charge them and make money. I think some people are even will bring batteries and kind of just hang out on the corner and charge them. Like, yeah, they to send the you batteries. chargers.
2: Yeah, Bird and Lime will send you charge chargers to start out with.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you're just driving around, that's worth it to think about doing. This is
2: especially good if you have like a truck or a minivan or an SUV. You can get a lot more scooters.
3: That's a whole lot more money than I even thought. Five to twenty dollars per scooter. That's really great. Mm hmm manage social media. So there are tons of people out there looking for virtual assistance, people who will post to their Instagram, to their Facebook, to just to keep up their company brand and image, particularly for companies that don't have a lot of, if I could say it this way, millennials who this is like second nature of posting to social media. that. There is money in this. so you know, l- looking online for for virtual assistant positions or social media posting to those platforms
2: and I'll say that you don't even have to be good with social media because you can find VA positions just to sift through people's emails. Mm-hmm. like the pastor at our church got a VA so that he could have somebody not within the church sift through emails that he should be answering or don't need to be answering. so the person can be impartial. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are plenty of ways to find VA positions, but uh, Belay and Worldwide 101, Mm -hmm. they can find them for you. Mm -hmm. This next one I had no idea was a side hustle, but it's so smart. It's drive kids home from school.
3: Yeah. When I read this, I was like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) I hope this is legit.
2: I know, but there are a few different websites. So RideZoom, Kango, and Skip Drive. And all of this, I forgot to mention, is on SideHustle.com. So SideHustle without the T. Um, This is a fantastic website for side hustlers. They have a great quiz that's at the um, menu bar of their website where you can explore um, your personality and what you're interested in and the side hustles that align with it. So Mm -hmm. definitely visit SideHustle.com. No tea, But yeah, they, they found these companies that you can sign up for and moms or dads can pay you 20 to $35 per hour to be picking up kids from school. You have to cover your own gas and insurance and auto, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the right neighborhood and have time during that hour, that's awesome. Yeah. And then teaching music.
3: So, if you happen to have a musical talent—uh, oboe, clarinet, violin, <laughs> piano, guitar—you name it—you can sign up with uh, these different online platforms. There's one called Take Lessons. Another one is called Lesson Face. So both. Sites allow you to set your own rates, and then you take a portion. Obviously, you pay them a portion for hosting and connecting you with students, but it's a great way to be able to make some money online teaching music, if that's a skill of yours.
2: Yeah, and I think the value of these websites is that you can make money in less than an hour, and you don't have to spend a lot of time looking for clients. Mm -hmm. They are coming to you. And yes, you're paying a price. Uh, to do that, but it's worth it if you don't have a lot of time. So I, I love mm-hmm. that there's so many websites that offer so many things for people to take lessons and also to offer their experience. I love mm-hmm. the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one on this list is to tutor. So I'm sure a lot of people have heard of VIP Kid, mm-hmm. but there are other websites too. Uh, so mm-hmm. Wyzant with a Y, Varsity Tutors uh, or Chelsea International Education are Mm -hmm. other places that will um, you can earn $15 to $50 per hour tutoring students. That's great. So it says that Chelsea International pays the best, but it has the most stringent requirements, too. So usually favors working teachers who have been life screened. And thoroughly background checked. I don't know what life screened is. Yeah, that sounds intense. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Um, But if you are a teacher and um, you want to make a little extra money then or or have a teaching background, Mm -hmm. then tutoring is definitely something. You can do. You don't have to just teach English at yeah. four o'clock in the morning.
3: Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I've heard great things about VIP Kid. It, it is an actual company that pays real money. I've got mm-hmm. friends who work for them and they really Same. like it, but Same. that is specifically teaching English. Whereas these other ones, Cre- open the door for more of mm-hmm. teaching anything and everything like like this article says anything from algebra to Spanish if you've got knowledge or skill in a certain area, this could be the one for you.
2: Yeah so definitely we'll have uh, the link to this on our show notes but sidehustle.com mm-hmm. really thorough reviews mm-hmm. of um, a bunch of side hustles over 300 so great Yeah our next article, uh, mm-hmm. is for people with essentially no time. So you don't even have an hour to go pick <laughs> up scooters and bring them home. Yeah, You just, you got nothing. So we found this article from vitaldollar.com, 20 things you can rent out for extra money. So mm-hmm. these are things you already got, you're not using because you're doing different things. You can rent them out and make mm-hmm. some money off of it almost passively. Mm -hmm. What did you like on this list, Jill? Because there's 20 of them. Oh,
3: gosh. Well, there's so many. The one that stood out to me at first was just office space. If you've got space in your home or other building on your property that could be used as an office or a meeting room or a remote work type place, rent it out. So there's different ways that you can do this. There's a website called Liquid Space, another one called Desk Time, another one called Share Desk, all of which would connect you with people who are looking for spaces to rent, to work out of, or host a meeting. I mean, It's what Eric and I are doing literally right now. We've rented a building, but specifically for office space. So it's not to live in. We're not trying to run crazy businesses out of here. We're not setting up a shop, but we needed a place to work from. And there's a lot of people, I think, as remote work is growing more and more, people are realizing, I don't just want to be stuck in my home all day, or I don't have a great spot in my home. I've got kids or I've got other things happening at my house. I need to be able to get out, be in a different space, maybe even connect with other people. So having some space, if, if you can get creative, I, I love this idea that people are looking for office space.
2: Mm-hmm. What about you? I liked uh, renting out your house or space for events. So Ooh. I think we take for granted that Airbnb or VRBO is the only way you can make use of extra space in your house. And mm-hmm. it is a great way. We talked about it in our house hacking episode. But you can also rent out, like, rooms or a living room or something for filming, photo shoots, parties, and other types of events. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you have to have, like, a meticulously kept home. Some people are just looking for—they're out of town, they're staying with their family or something, and maybe they need a cheap space to just escape. Mm -hmm. So different places you can list your— house or property is a locations hub set scouter that's specifically for uh, like productions like music videos and commercials and stuff gigster another one for filming or to host a party peer space this one's more wider variety uh splacer that's a interesting name and then this open space so If you've got a a good looking space at your home, but you don't want people staying there overnight, list it Mm -hmm. for some for some filming or something. Yeah. It's not just like L.A. type filming, like commercials, B-roll, all types of things need to be filmed. So don't think just because you don't live in L.A. or New York, nobody's going to want to film in your space. Mm -hmm. Again, more space options, but
3: it's more creative than just renting a room for someone to sleep in if you don't even have that storage space. So Mm -hmm. think attic space, think extra garage space, think if you've got barn or even a little bit of land. There are people who are looking to store RVs, trailers, cars, Boats, even if they can just put it on your lawn outside, sometimes people don't have the space for that. I mean, at least up in PA, you'll see through the winter people storing their boats at boat sales facilities or storage facilities outside with a tarp on them. But you could undercut those costs for people by charging a little bit less and just letting them park their boat or RV behind your house for a monthly cost. There are some websites, again, that will connect you with people who are looking for spaces like this if you have this kind of space. So Stow It, they specialize in vehicle storage. So if you do have a space like a garage, barn, land, for cars, trailers, RVs, Stow It would be your... Your platform. There's store at my house. So it's like the Airbnb of self storage. So maybe people <laughs> more so with their boxes of knickknacks. And then neighbor is another website where it's more just kind of like peer to peer storage rentals.
2: Yeah. And like Jill said, like sometimes this is just like winter storage yes. or summer storage. It doesn't, it's not like you're going to be hosting these people's stuff for the rest of your life, and then they're Mm going to forget about it, and you're going to be like, how do I get this off my property? Like, this is monthly, and it's usually for a short period of time. Mm
3: And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
2: Um, Another one I really love is parking space. So if you live near a Mm. sporting arena of the sports, if you live somewhere where they do the sports nearby, (laughs) uh, sports, sports, or somewhere where there are events that people want to park at for money, you can sell parking space. Or, or maybe it's not even like sports or events. Maybe it's just, again, somebody needs to park their car for the winter. This is great. So ParkX is a U.S. company, so our Spot and Spotpog. We went to uh, Washington, D.C., and you guys drove down, and we were wondering where you were going to park your car because everything nearby was permit parking, and we just mm-hmm. needed that for a week. Mm-hmm. So that's like another reason people will need that. Uh, U.K. listeners, uh, can use just park or your parking space. So I I love this idea. The Super Bowl is coming to our city next year or in two years, and I am thinking about renting out our whole house, but maybe even some parking in the backyard. I don't know. We'll see.
3: Yeah. So this next one I'm super interested in. Eric and I thought about this when we lived in our motorhome and we drove it around a bit more, but advertising space on your car. So this is a real thing. I am curious how many people actually are able to take advantage of it, but essentially you're renting out your car like a billboard. You're still driving it, but sites like Carvertise, Rapify, mm-hmm. and Free Car Media would put advertisements on your car, either a full wrap or maybe a sticker of some sort, and you get paid monthly just for driving around. I mean, I would assume it's all the places that you would normally go. I don't know what mm-hmm. what kinds of specifics would come with that if they want to know that you're driving a certain amount of miles so that it's getting in front of people. But it looks like they're paying between $100 to $400 a month, depending on what type of wrap they put on your car. So if you don't really care what the outside of your vehicle looks like or the outside of your vehicle does not look good and you might need an <laughs> upgrade with a <the> wrap... <laughs> There you then go. Consider this and
2: also report back because I'm so interested. Yes. I know. I think Joel Larsgaard, our very first guest on the show, way back in I don't even know what episode, I think he tried it. Mm. So he'll probably he might have something on, on their how to money podcast about it. Okay. Another one I found really interesting and useful is photography gear. Mm. So Uh, Sometimes if you're not a professional photographer, you might want to take some photos on vacation. But maybe you don't want to take all your equipment with you. Or maybe you are a professional and you just don't want to take your equipment with you somewhere. You can rent photography gear from a local. And so if you are a photographer and you have gear you're not using, you can make some money off of that. Mm. Uh, So sites like ShareGrid and KitSplit, KitSplit. Um, those are two sites where you can post photography gear uh, to, I don't know, Yeah. maybe rent to, so, so maybe for uh, frugal Christmas photos, you don't want to hire a photographer, so you just get a friend. To, you rent a a photography, a photography device, a camera, and take a picture <laughs> with a nice camera, and that's how you do it. That's amazing.
3: This web, I I am also interested in this even for my own use. Like there's some some of these frugal ideas that would be good even in the vice versa. Like Mm -hmm. you can rent your clothes through a website called Style Lend or Rent My Wardrobe. This would most likely be for people who have nice wardrobes. Mm -hmm. But you can rent out your clothes, which makes me think... Rent the runway, honestly, for me, it's too expensive. Yeah. I can go to Ross and get a cheaper dress that now I own and I can wear all the time. I get it that for if you're going to a really high-end event that you would try to spend a ton of money, but that's just not my style. I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to those events. No right. one invites me. Because <laughs> I go to the Dave Ramsey event and I eat all their snacks for uh, my dinner.
2: anyhow but yeah I'm sure what this would be a similar style like somebody on here would be having nice clothes but not as expensive as rent the runway right Mm -hmm.
1: and
3: lastly this one's sad to me but I feel like it's worth stating so that we can even offer other options yeah number 20 is friendship you can literally rent your friendship at rentafriend.com it allows you to create a profile so people can hire you to be a friend it is legal it's strictly friends platonic type interaction some people are claiming that they're making 2000 a week if they're doing it full time honest to goodness though that's that's so sad to me
2: and be well, our friend be yeah. our frugal friend <laughs> i uh did some research into this to check the validity and i ha- I heard obviously there's a lot of horror stories, just not horror like dangerous, but just you get you spend time with people that can't make their own friends and you quickly understand why they're paying for friendship mm-hmm. but you also get people that are just new to the area and there aren't like friendship apps like there are dating apps, and if you're not interested in dating, maybe you don't want to be on one of those apps. Or but
3: the paying part is what's weird to me. Like mm-hmm. just go on Facebook free events
2: and and go meet people to pay. But if you're is, an introvert, you it's hard. Oh, that sounds horrible to me. Yeah, I would much rather pay for a guide around the city. That's what a lot of people use Rent a Friend for. Yeah, is uh, they will. Just a person to bring them to the really sweet spots in the new city. Sure. Um, and they're okay. not. Yeah, yeah, I could. They're see not, that. They don't need friend. They don't need to pay for friendship, okay. but they yeah. want a one-on-one guide. Um, yeah. To, or, okay. Or they want to do something, but none of their friends want to do it. So, you know, they, you know, they go with somebody. somebody. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So it it almost be like what you would hope you get out of an Airbnb interaction, Mm
1: -hmm. if that's
3: what you're looking for. But if you're not paying for an Airbnb, but you still want a local guide. Sure. I'm not advocating for this one. I'm just saying that it's on this list.
2: Yeah. Try it out. I can't, I can't verify that you couldn't make that much money, like $2,000 no. in a week. I mean, and they're Absolutely. saying if you're doing no. it full time and yeah. what what's the chances of you finding this full time. Right. Also, this isn't as passive as the other things because you're actually renting yourself.
3: Right. So you might, oh know. yeah.
2: Unless it's like somebody wants to go Christmas shopping with you and then you're already doing your Christmas shopping. So I don't know, you can make it work, but it is still, you run a greater risk renting yourself out than you do a room <laughs> uh-huh. in your house.
3: Do you know what's not a risk?
2: Oh, I never feel risky when I do this.
3: Mm. Mm. The bill of the week. The bill of the week. The bill of the
2: week.
0: Hey, Jen and Jill. This is Jenica. And my bill of the week is
2: that um, my position was cut at a local school where I was teaching, um, but they continued to pay me for a few extra months as kind of a severance package. And with that money, I was able to pay off my car. Whoa. Wow. Way to make lemonade out of a lemon, Jenica. <laughs> Seriously. I know what it's like to be laid off. <laughs> It's not fun at all. So you've got a great spirit about it.
3: And good for you for using your severance package that way. I mean, I don't know the full story, obviously, but it sounds like you were prepared enough to not have to put that package towards bills, Mm -hmm. as in just your monthly living expenses, but to actually move forward with some financial goals, which is so great in a tough time to be able to do that. Thanks for sharing that.
2: Yes. And I love that your name is kind of like my name, but also the name that I most frequently get mixed up for, which is Jessica. So Mm. you're basically everything my name wants to be. (laughs) So thank you, Jenica. Um, (laughs) If you have a bill of the week, you want to share with us, please visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. And leave us your favorite bill, and we will listen to it mm-hmm. and we will comment on it and tell you how much we love your names. Because most of the time, that's the first thing we comment on.
3: <laughs> it's it, usually that is
2: interesting. Anyhow. <laughs>
3: m-o-n-e-y.com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal
0: for an extended 30-day free trial bean dad the dress 30 to 50 feral hogs if you knew what any of those were you spend too much time online and hey i do too Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now for
3: the lightning round. Oh, I knew you were going to do something different. Oh, I felt it in my
2: bones. (laughs) felt it in the bones like she's gonna throw me for a loop yeah it's so
3: yeah it was a last minute decision (laughs) oh I appreciate it everybody like grabbed their knobs (laughs) on their their volume like ready to turn it down
2: (laughs) and now they still have it turned down because you were so quiet sometimes
3: lightning hits you like a soft feather in the wind
2: never does that but sometimes the sound Somet- is quiet
3: sometimes you only see it in the and field, you
2: don't hear it yes uh-huh. that's it's just yes. a little flash that you almost mm. miss but- just like this segment it's a flash and then we're in we're out and we'll leave you with some good tips yes do and it. today's lightning round is our personal favorite quick and easy Side hustles. Mm -hmm. So, we haven't tried most of the ones we just named off. We like them. They sound good, but we can't personally vouch for them. So, these are the ones we can personally vouch for. Yes. So, one that I like is
3: labor. So, of course, this would depend on how much time you have to determine what type of labor you can do. So, obviously, Painting someone's whole house is going to take a lot more than an hour. But looking for the types of labor jobs that you could do that would be short, like possibly painting a piece of furniture. I mean, maybe if you can spread out your hours, right? If you've got one hour every day for a week, then yeah, certainly you could uh, do some painting for somebody or redo a piece of furniture or even watch someone's kid real quick uh while they have to run out to the store make a little bit of cash you could th- this is where you can get so creative with the type of labor make food for people you know okay i've got a bunch of lunch i've got lunches pretty much pre-made and try and sell it obviously that'd have to be amongst friends because otherwise you need like an industrial kitchen but
2: well there are websites too where you can cook for people mm-hmm. or assemble meals for people. You can you can find all of those on sidehustle.com where we were in the earlier in the show. And there's websites for labor too. You can uh, go on TaskRabbit mm-hmm. and find like hour long tasks mm-hmm. to do. Here's a website for everything, y'all. Yep. The internet is a blessing <laughs> and a curse. But it's mostly a blessing. (laughs) It all has some ups and downs. Yeah. What about you? Airbnb is definitely my top. Yes. It has been the most lucrative for us with the least amount of energy. Mm -hmm. So really, I threw it up there and uh, priced it low. Well, actually, I priced it low for like the first three stays. Airbnb will encourage you to do that and do it automatically for you if you want but it was right before Christmas. So we just started at a busy time where everybody's looking for stays. We mm-hmm. didn't really have to push it out there. yeah. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. And uh, we are not doing it much anymore. But really all it included was when somebody left, I'd clean the bathroom. I would clean the sheets, switch them out. And that was it. And I have to clean the rest of my house anyway. Mm-hmm. So it just motivated me to Probably keep the house I just helped clean. you. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Another one that I've done is plants. So again, this can vary in degree of amount of time that you put into it and how many you sell. But if you've got a little bit of property, certainly, especially in the summertime, you can grow little seedlings, sell the tiny little plants. Or if you've only got houseplants, make some clippings off of growth, root them just by putting it in a little bit of water, waiting for some roots to start, shove it in some soil, put it in mugs, terracotta pots, whatever you find from the thrift store, and sell them either at the end of your driveway, just alongside the road, or online through Facebook Marketplace or OfferUp or any of these places. People are constantly looking for House plants, you can, and yeah, you can sell them at decent prices. And certainly, quantity will bring you more money, but it's not a, a super time consuming thing. It's like a minute here and there
2: until you get the final product that you can sell. Mm-hmm. Another one of my favorite ones while we were paying off debt was online data entry. And different from online surveys, in that I, I got a subscription to FlexJobs, mm. which is a job board, but it is a paid job board. And it was worth every penny. If you've heard of it and you're on the fence, I definitely recommend it. Mm. And then that's where I found data entry jobs that were legit. Nice. So Lionbridge was one that I worked with. Appen, they work with the AI. So you can like speak into the computer and record yourself and it helps ai decipher you know what humans sound like <laughs> um so that's kind of fun but yeah they don't take much time and they are truly flexible so i did it an hour before i went to work in the mornings made a little more than minimum wage and maybe did it an hour when i got home at night yeah. and that was it so wow yeah really good for me at that time Com- super Mm mind-numbing you're not gonna be intellectually stimulated (laughs) by by this job yeah but it does pay real money that's great (laughs) yeah
3: especially if you've got a little bit of time to kill and you've got a computer it it could be a really great thing Mm -hmm. so those are our tips
2: Yeah. You don't need to do a lot of different jobs to make some money this Mm -hmm. holiday. And you don't need to do a lot of work marketing yourself because there are all of these websites Mm -hmm. that will market for you um, and you'll just pay them a little extra to do that. And then once you're comfortable and you've built up your own clientele, go out on your own and and make that, you know, 20% that you're kicking back to the website, Mm -hmm. you can make it yourself. So, but don't, don't be afraid of starting with one of these websites.
3: I think that's the biggest thing about this topic of side hustles is, yeah, I've heard of that, but how do I do it? And so mm-hmm. this offers you all of the websites where they might take a cut, but you don't have to find find it all yourself because usually that's where it falls flat of, I know mm-hmm. that I could get paid to do such and such, but... Where do I go? How do I find it? And this kind of provides it all for you.
2: Yeah, sometimes working for a little less is worth more than trying to do it yourself and and not getting any work. So you just have to decide where you are in your life and what your financial goals are and see if that uh, is where you are. Otherwise, you can check out our other side hustle episode and check out those Side hustles that might take a little more time. Yeah.
3: That's where you learn
2: that podcasting makes on average $3 an hour. Yes. If you heard us say that joke before, that is the episode it is from. We make $1.50 each. Right. Because then you got to split it. Right. (laughs) Because that's the downside of having a co-host. You split everything. Yes. Yeah. But you have more friends. so You do. You have more fun. Uh Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Speaking
3: of fun, we are reading Jen's book this month for our Ah! book club. So her book is called Pay Off Your Debt for Good. Mm, Such a good, compelling, intriguing title.
2: (laughs) Yes. And if you want a free copy of my latest book, uh, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher screenshot the review and send it to frugal friends podcast at gmail.com and we will select the winners um at the end of the month we will give away one for every five reviews and if you want i'll sign it for you Whoa. That's, i mean i'll ask you like do you want me to sign it Any special note? I guess special note from the author. Maybe.
3: Yeah. I mean, you might even want to consider giving more free books, Jen. You heard what Dave Ramsey
2: said about giving out his free books and see where it got him. So he sells ten thousand books for every one book he gives away for free. That is his (laughs) estimate.
3: Yeah. So So. I'll give away books. Come to me. If you want a chance to get that book and you you you've submitted but you want you, you want to do this thing but you just don't know how to write that review, here's an example. Mm. This one comes from Laura Ann it says great podcast for personal finance, 5 stars. I discovered this podcast a few months ago when I was starting to explore personal finance and it's one of those podcasts that has changed my life. As someone who's just starting out learning about personal finance and frugality, I appreciate that it's not too over my head like some I've tried listening to. Yet these girls have so many resources that listening has led me to doing a deep dive of learning more about frugality, budgeting, and even investing. Yes, get it. Thanks, Jen ah. and Jill. My only complaint is that I wish there were more episodes. I'm almost finished listening to all the old episodes, and I don't want to be caught up. <laughs> keep them coming.
2: We are going to That's keep them amazing. coming for you. Yes, for Laura you.
3: Ann. Oh. So glad that it's life-changing for you. We are going to do this the rest of our lives. Just for Laura Ann.
2: And for all the other people that are in need <laughs> of personal finance, because we true. know... We know all of the personal finance podcasters out there. Yeah,
1: we do and know them.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of upper level concepts flying around, and we are we are not for the mm-hmm. upper level mm-hmm. concept people, and a we lot are,
3: more like newscasty
2: vibe. Mm-hmm.
3: So that's not us. That's not us. If you want that, it exists, but you will we, not we, like We us. bring a different
2: style. Mm-hmm. So this is a great, helpful review, and that people that want that you know, 102, 103 level stuff aren't going to listen to the show and get disappointed because they know it's for people like Laura Ann. So we are appreciative of that help, helpful review and we hope you will also leave us a helpful review because uh, it helps us too. Until next week, when we bring you another new episode, stay frugal. Stay frugal. One and all. See you. flipping flip. And flip. Google Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Sirianni.
3: See you on the flip-flop. See you on the flippity-flop. Flippity-flip. Flippity flop. flop. Flippity flip. flop. <laughs> I miss my flip-flops. It's cold over here, up here. Mm. I... I can't relate. I know you can't. Oh What's my the gosh. temp? What's the temp?
2: So the temperature right now at 5 p.m. as we are recording this. Um I'm looking at my calendar. That will not tell me the temperature. Is it getting dark there? Uh, yes. Um it's 83 degrees. Ha. Huh. Yeah. Um, I ran a 10K yesterday morning. Oh <gasps> you did. Yes. It was in the sixties, seventies. It was glory. Yes. Like I wanted to sing. It was so nice. And you I wanted to sing while you were running? Oh god, not while I was running, no. <laughs> <sighs> oh, no. Besides the six mile run, it was a great morning.
3: A six-mile run. Didn't you, like, just give birth two weeks ago?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's my first race in almost two years because I didn't run any while I was pregnant or since I've had Kai. So it felt good to get back out there. I love the race atmosphere. It is one of those things I will unashamedly spend obscene amounts of money on um, because running races are so fun. Oh, that's cool! Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, sure. Uh, Good for you, Jen. I'm so uh, I'm so impressed by you. Just create a baby with your body and then go
2: run six miles. It took me a little time, and I didn't do it fast. (laughs) I run like a twelve minute pace. Good. So I'm not a runner. For every
3: for every mile, that's Mm -hmm. like your pace. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic.
2: Yeah, I'm proud of I'm it. I'm not a
3: runner, so it, I guess it doesn't mean much coming from me, but I
2: think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's not slow, but it's like an it's easy pace. It's probably
3: average, but still, you're maintaining that for six miles. So, that's yeah. probably what I. That's probably what my, like, one-mile time would be.
2: I got, I uh, am six minutes over my PR for a 10K, and that sounded really good to me, and uh-huh. then Travis is like, that's a minute every mile, and I was like, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. I was like, Who this? needs you?
3: Yeah. Did your body create a human? Yeah. No.
2: But whenever we run with Kai, he always pushes the jogging stroller. So I, I can't be mad at him.
3: As he should.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: His body I, didn't create a Right. Human. I carried him in my
2: body and <laughs> he, he was cut out of me. You get to push him in the jogging stroller. Yeah. Yeah. That's our agreement.
3: Yeah. Did Travis watch as Kai was like cut out of your belly?
2: No, okay, no, wasn't, he was. I wasn't
3: with sure me. what what kind. What he, kind was on, he was He was.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Hard, hard pass. He was on my head side of the t- of the tarp. Tarp. Yeah. It's not a tarp. <laughs> they just threw a tarp I guess down and like on where put some scissors happened. in and. <laughs> Yeah, it was a very sterile we were operating room. in my garage. And-, and the thing about when you do a scheduled C-section is that <laughs> yeah. it's a very chill experience walking in there. Like I walked oh. onto my own operating table. Oh, weird. Everybody oh, was weird. very chill. Nobody was rushed. It was such a bizarre experience because you see hospitals and these like emergency C-sections and, and they're like, everybody's like, There's blood and there's chaos. And this was the most chill hospital experience I've I've ever experienced.
3: Jeez. I was with my friend Emerald who went into emergency C-section while I was with her. And so I was her person in the room with her. And I, I was on, you know, the other side of the, the tarp, as you so lovingly <laughs> call it. Um, and without even having time to think, like as they were pulling the little baby out, little Ava Beth out of her belly, they like the the one an, an- anesthetist is that what they would call it, like the an- anesthesiologist, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. They like they were like, oh, like look look over, and like the surgeons were like, oh, look look like. You know something's happening, and I, without even thinking, I just like hop up and look over. <laughs> I'm like, I probably should have thought through. Like, is this something I want to see, or like they should have thought through that, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe they just looked at me and saw, like, oh yeah, she's 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 legit. She could handle this. You know, she's just a straight dime piece, obviously. <laughs> How uh, many of her yeah, organs was, did you see? I don't really remember. It's like it's one of those things that's like a little bit of a blur where like I didn't have time to to think and then I just look over and just like a ton of red, just lots of red. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And then this tiniest little sweetest baby coming out of the like perfect little head. She, she was 25 weeks, so she was only like one pound nine oh, ounces. Gosh. But like she looked like the most beautiful. And I do not say that about newborns, but at that stage, she had hair. She looked lovely.
2: (laughs) She was just ready. She was ready to be in the world. She was ready.
3: Yeah. She she had like a Halle Berry, you know, when Halle Berry, like that short, very short hairstyle. Yeah. Think about
2: the heartburn she would have had if she kept that child full term. (laughs) She is because moment.
3: of the because of growing the hair <laughs> does mm-hmm. that cause heartburn yeah <laughs> that's amazing Kai yeah and everybody was like hair. oh my word you got to like witness the miracle i was like i uh, i mean that baby's amazing <laughs> but nothing about that scene was like
2: <laughs> it's it is like, a bizarre oh, my word, experience this is
3: so beautiful it, it was just like Oh, what just happened?
2: Yeah, no, it is it is one of the most bizarre experiences of my life, and I will yeah. openly talk about it with whoever asks. <laughs> if you have, if you are going into in first section, hit me up on Instagram at modern frugality, and we can talk about it.
3: Because yeah, D- I got DM about it. Please DM me. DM me. <laughs> the rest of the world doesn't need to know no, if, if no. they don't need to know. Mm-mm. Oh, geez. Walk into that. OR table. Woo. Chill. You are. You're the straight dime piece.
2: (laughs) Bless you. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do, too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an Internet character of the day.